Hello, everybody. Hello, Divine Women. It's Prue Glenahassett here, Leading Intuitive Business Strategist and Women's Transformation Catalyst. And I am super excited to be here with you today. And I'm really excited slash intrigued to be talking about the topic that we have today, which is all about uh, censorship and um, <clears throat> really essentially looking at the different platforms that we are using in our businesses and how they serve us and perhaps how they um, don't serve us. Like, what do we do from here? What are the pros and the cons? Where to from here? All of this kind of stuff. So this is something that has been um, coming up for me probably for the last, I don't know, six months you know most kind of profoundly just having these little kind of question marks about hmm you know looking at where where my kind of community is online and you know kind of the capacity like how sustainable is it how stable is it um how secure is it you know how much ownership is there how sovereign is it all of these kinds of questions uh and it's something that um, my clients and the women in my community have been um, becoming more and more aware of and have been asking me about more and more in the recent months. So I feel like this is a really important topic to talk about. And I want to really ask, you know, for, for those of you who are watching, um, you know, have you had these kind of thoughts about, you know, how, how am I using these platforms online? You know, like, are these the ones that I want to be with? You know, are, are there alternatives? Like, that's the question really, isn't it? are there better alternatives you know are there other options you know will there be different things in the future that we move towards <clears throat> and i think as an kind of overall um, overarching part of this conversation um, the answer is definitely yes um, and the answer is equally you know we don't need to necessarily kind of um, shut everything down go live in a mud hut, you know, get naked, rub dirt all over ourselves and be, you know, dig a hole in the earth and just kind of sit there. Um, we don't really need to go to that level um, yet, not closing the door on it. Um, but, you know, there. what I see is that there is going to be potentially this kind of transitionary period um, where we move towards solutions that are, um, you know, going to serve us and our soulmate clients at the deepest level uh, and really are going to feel most integrous for us as well. So... I want to talk a little bit about um, some of the things that we're seeing happen at the moment um, on some of these platforms. So first of all, um, you know, there are so many options for us in terms of our social media presence, um, you know, our private chat, video software, website, hosting, course hosting, mail providers, payment gateways, and the list goes on, right? You know, if you're running an online business, it's like, you know, you've got all of these different 
um, aspects and memberships and subscriptions and accounts for all these different places. Um, and when we think of these things, we tend to think of the really big players, you know, the brands that um, almost have like a monopoly in the space. So things like um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, um, YouTube, PayPal, Stripe, you know, these kinds of um, options. And it's really, it's quite easy to feel like, they're the only options because it really does feel in some ways like you know like a monopoly it's almost like like kleenex what kleenex is to tissues right it is the the brand that is beholden to that um, product or service so let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we're seeing happen at the moment in some of these traditional platforms and I want to invite you to, as I'm running through this, like, let me know, like, yes, I've had this experience. Yes, I've noticed this. Or if there's something different that you've noticed, I really invite you to share that in the in the comments as well of this video. Um, because I am like, I'm a super curious person. <laughs> I'm super curious. Um, so I want to know what's happening for you. Like, if if there's something else that I don't know about, I want to know about that as well. All right, so something that we have seen um, that has been, you know, quite present and, and I guess becoming more present in the kind of recent state of the world is censorship um, on some of these platforms. So, you know, we can say any number of words um, in our videos, we can say any number of words kind of in our, in our writing and uh, our accounts, you know, especially in relation to social media, our accounts can be um, blocked um, either temporarily or they can be completely shut down. So I, um, I don't have a few examples that I give you. I'll give you for this as well. And equally, you know, you might have um, posts and content that simply won't get seen. So I have a client that works in the space of, um, you know, pleasure and sexuality. And, you know, for her, there are so many things that she can't say, like in order to be able to actually speak to, you know, she can't say like orgasm, sex, um, you know, or I think she maybe even can't say pleasure, you know, like all of these different kind of aspects that she can't actually speak to. And if she does, um, you know, that post might get kind of crossed out or, you know, at the very least, the algorithm will mean that <clears throat> it doesn't get shown to anyone. So I have another friend that, um, friend and former client actually as well, who, um, incredible woman who had an amazing community on um, one of the platforms, like a, a group that was, you know, up around a couple of thousand, super engaged, um, you know, that she had been building over the space of, you know, two to three years. And, um, and that group got shut down by the platform for no apparent reason, like nothing there was nothing like there was no um what's the word there was no like precursor there was no kind of factor that was like oh that would be why um <clears throat> got shut down she was the only like admin in the group at the time um equally so what that meant is that she didn't there was no way for her to retrieve she couldn't get back in to that group oh actually no sorry 
what happened? The group didn't get shut down. Her profile got shut down. So because she was the only admin in that group, and that was like a, a huge um, kind of incredible space in relation to her business and the work that she did, because her profile got shut down, she couldn't access that group because no one else was an admin, so they couldn't add her back in to that group. So that's kind of a lesson. Like if you've got a group on a platform, um, you want to make sure that there are additional um, admins in case, you know, your profile gets shut down and then all of a sudden it's like, well. But I think the takeaway here really is that, you know, and we've all heard this before, right, is that we don't own our communities on different kind of social platforms. You know, the, the, the kind of ownership that we have, I guess, over those soulmate leads, those soulmate clients and their kind of information happens really in our email list, you know, and in that kind of space, which is why that's such a, you know, kind of sacred and foundational aspect of our business. So really, really, really being aware of that. Now, um, I'm just going to go back to the comments and see. I cannot see any comments. Tell me, have you have you experienced that? Do you know people who've had that kind of experience, right, of being the, experiencing the censorship? So obviously in relation to different words and things like that, but then equally, you know, with what's been happening in the world lately, I think, you know, the, the awareness of the level of censorship has been like bang, right? Like in your face, it's everywhere. Um, so really, really interesting. Now, um, the second aspect that I wanna talk about is this uh, sense of like pay to play. So more and more, it's becoming a situation where uh, you and your content <clears throat> may not necessarily be seen unless you pay for it. So <clears throat> there's kind of this, um, you know, this sense of it being, you know, moving kind of away from uh, necessarily kind of platforms for the people and more being around, you know, kind of platforms for business kind of thing. Um, and that is the, that's the kind of experience that's happening. And that's what I mean in terms of the pay to play. So for anyone who has a business page on some of these platforms, um, I would love any, if you've had it for a while, like I'd love to invite you to consider the difference, um, say over the last five years in terms of, you know, engagement on that page, um, you know, in terms of your content being seen, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I'd be really, really curious to, to hear from any of you watching around what you've noticed in relation to into that and business pages and things like that. So the next piece of this puzzle, the third piece, is around instability. So we talked a little bit about this before, and this is really around, um, you know, being uh, having the capacity for you being able to get blocked or shut down at any point with no recourse. So I know plenty of people that have had, you know, Instagram accounts, Facebook accounts, you know, different things shut down, and there's essentially no one that you can talk to and take your case to and go, hey, you know, this is what happened. You know, can you, can you, you know, undo that please for me? <laughs> mm -mm. 
Um, yes, you can put in support tickets and things like that, but quite often there will be no no response, no support, or you know there'll be kind of like an automated like read this article and see if you can work it out yourself type of thing. So really, really crucial to be aware of these kinds of things. There was also recently a blackout on one of the social platforms. So another kind of aspect of instability, right? If we have all our eggs in kind of certain baskets in terms of our community and where we where we really relate to people, what does that mean for us if, you know, if a, if a blackout lasts for longer than six hours or eight hours, you know, if a blackout happens for a week or a month or forever, you know, what happens if things get shut down completely? So just really being aware of and starting to think this isn't like a fear-mongering thing or anything like that. It's just like a matter of awareness and being like, okay, so, you know, with the awareness of all of these kinds of things going on, what is it that I want to do about this? Do I want to do anything about this? And if so, what is it I want to do about this? What are the options? Where do I want to go from here? The other thing and the final aspect that I want to talk about in relation to this, which is um, <laughs> probably one of the most fundamental that is coming through in the women that I'm connected with, um, and this is around uh, feeling and sensing an ideological opposition to some of these traditional platforms. So, uh there and that can be in relation to you know this level of censorship that's taking place that we talked about um you know some of you may also be aware of um you know a whistleblower or some whistleblowers that kind of came out recently in the last month or so um you know sharing about some of the things that are potentially happening behind the scenes of some of these platforms and the the kind of underlying principle that i that i gauged from um, my exploration of that was around there being this sense of um, profit over people and that kind of ties into what we're talking about in terms of the shift from um, more of a social kind of platform to more of a kind of business platform so moving from people to profit um, in terms of focus and attention um, and <clears throat> priority, really. So I'd love to hear from you, like, of these kind of experiences that I shared with you, um, which feels like the strongest pull to you. So I'll just repeat them for you. So the first one is, like, censorship. The second one is pay to play. The third one is this sense of instability. And the, third, the fourth is this ideological opposition. So have you sensed any of those? If so, which feels strongest to you or is it like all of them? I'm super curious, so let me know. So the fact is that these kind of traditional platforms are largely corporatized. So that means that their goal, like we shared, is um, is really a financial one. And often that financial goal can come at the expense of their users. 
So I know that you might be kind of wondering and thinking, well, what do we do, Prue? <laughs> do we just go, like throw in the towel on all of it and go live in that mud hut? Um, and the answer is no, it doesn't need to be that way. The fact is that there are still almost 2 billion daily active users on Facebook. There's over 2.3 billion people accessing YouTube once a month. Um, so it's not about throwing in the towel on all that has been on all of the communities that you've already built, but it is about um, awareness and about being mindful of not having all of those eggs in one particular basket and really looking at, okay, so if <clears throat> this is my current experience, and if in the future I can see a time where this might be my current experience, how do I want to move between now and then from here to there? You know, I'm not just going to go close everything down there, open everything up there and build something new. I'm going to want to slowly transition from here to here. So how am I going to do that? And what kind of alternate platforms might I be looking at to begin to expand into that? So there are so many options out there, um, some that are better than others. I know that there are certain, certain platforms that I'm looking into as, you know, um, as additions to what we do and what we offer at Women of Impact. Um, and I'm certainly looking into this from a client perspective as well. So, you know, what what are some of the things that my clients might be interested in using? Obviously, Telegram is a um, platform that is, you know, growing in um, growing in popularity at the moment, which uh, hosts groups. Uh, Signal is another platform which is growing in popularity, which uh, is kind of like a, an alternative to Messenger and things like that. I was recently introduced to a video messaging platform called Marco Polo, which is pretty cool as well. Um, and really, essentially, one of the things that um, I'm learning is is kind of a big piece of this puzzle is that the traditional platforms that we've been using and looking at and all of that kind of stuff um, essentially structured such that there is like one governing body in the middle and then everyone you know all of the users come out from there and it's kind of like this is the power center for that makes all of the decisions um, and can change the change the rules really at any time um, and therefore you know, any of the users are beholden to this one piece, this centralised core in the middle. And this is um, what we call like a centralised system, a centralised platform. An alternative to that is more of like decentralised platform. So, again, that first one, that centralised platform, is kind of like, um, you know, looking at a, a top-down hierarchy, right? So top-down hierarchy, decentralized platform is kind of more like a flat hierarchy where it's kind of, I mean, it looks more chaotic when you look at it in a um, figurative sense. Um, but it's essentially like each piece of the puzzle kind of um, brings in and speaks to the other. So no kind of core, like, yes, there are overarching guiding principles and things like that, but no piece is kind of ruling over the others or anything like that. 
So um, super, super interesting. I really, you know, I'm fascinated to read your um, read your comments about this and really tune into what you've been sensing in relation to the ship to this. What alternative platforms are have you been looking at? in relation to your business. Um, there's another fantastic platform called uh, Mighty Networks, which acts as, it, it can act as, uh, you know, like a somewhere you can host your group, somewhere you can host your course, um, things like that. So it's kind of like, an, and it also has private chat. So it's like an all-encompassing experience in there as well. So many different options. So I'd love to know from you what alternate um, platforms have you been potentially looking at in terms of you know your messenger your um, groups your course hosting your website hosting your payment gateways all of that kind of stuff like have you been beginning to kind of piece some things together and go okay what's this going to look like for me um so we're going to be talking more about this in our upcoming Evolve Method Retreat, uh, which is coming up in uh, at the end of November and looking at also some of those alternate options that are available and how they can be incorporated and things like that. And it, again, this is all about the transition, right? It's not about like shutting down the old and being done with it because there's still, you know, there's a whole lot of value um, and, you know, kind of social currency that you've likely already built in those spaces. So it would be really a pity to kind of go, mm, no, nah, I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, and, you know, so it really is about this sense of transition. So I would love for you to come and join us in our upcoming Evolve Method retreat um, if you're able to. And I'm going to share a little bit about uh, what we're going to be doing in that retreat over the next couple of minutes. So for the last few months at least, I've been dreaming of weaving the universal laws, so those natural laws of the universe, into what we teach in our Evolve Method retreat. And I'm delighted to say dreams really do come true, mine at least, that for this final retreat of the year, we are going to be looking at how you can harness the natural laws of the universe to scale your transformational services and soul work. And I am so incredibly excited to engage in this exploration with each and every one of you. Um, there's already over 150 women registered for the event and um, yeah, just incredible, amazing group gathering there. We have served over, I want to say over 1,500 women this year in our Evolve Method retreats and they've been absolutely phenomenal. Like the feedback has just been next level. So I promise you that if you want to hit it out of the park in 2022, you want to come and be a part of this event. So day one, we're going to be looking at how to pivot with the changing landscape of online business. Day two is really about make your messaging magnetic for business success. Day three, we're going to be looking at optimizing your transformational offering and bringing your business vision to life. And day four, we're going to be looking at aligning your conscious and subconscious mind towards a 100K launch. 
So we've had consecutive 100K launches this year. So we're going to be teaching all about the learnings that we've had from those experiences. So that is our four-day retreat. There are three bonus days as well, VIP retreat, which you can apply for if you want to be a part of that as well. It's all completely free. Um, bonus session one is all about mastering your seven-figure imagination, intention, and mindset. Bonus session two is about reverse engineering your 12-month sacred success map. And bonus session three is about embodying your divine energetic vibration to master quantum manifestation. This is going to be amazing. <clears throat> and I cannot wait to share sacred space with you. So you can, um, oh, I forgot. I've got this cool thing. Ah, banner. Um, this is like, I don't know, it doesn't take much to make me really, really happy. <laughs> so this is where you can go if you want to join us, womenofimpact.com.au slash retreat. And, um, yeah, come and be a part of it. Come and join us. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. If you're not already registered, come and do it. If you are, you're in for an absolute treat, and I cannot wait to serve you there. So I'm sending you so much love. Have the best day, and I hope you found value in uh, this live training today. Bye-bye.